Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Welcome back. We have a uh, full show still to get to after the roundtable this afternoon. Sue will have Sue's news. We had a, a bit of a celebrity death that just broke in the last hour that I think people might remember for sure from the 1970s. We'll get to that. We have Paul Hall and entertainment trying to send you out to the movies this week the golden globes our sunday night the critics choice awards next weekend so paul will be here kusumano is going to join us at 4 45 and then in the next hour of uh, vivek malik who is the state treasurer and he just has a great you know talk about immigrants and immigration story and an american story he's originally from india and he'll come in the studio dan buffa who um Used to review movies in the 4 o'clock hour on this show, but he still does his own stuff, and he's going to come in and talk about some films that are in theaters. At Gallery 6, they're going to do some classic movies like The Thing and Do the Right Thing, etc. So that's kind of fun. Jane, I, I know that you are a sports fan, and I mentioned mm-hmm. this to uh, to Sue the other day. And to Abby, I have to make sort of an adjustment here in a couple of weeks because when I introduce everyone, Jane's here, for example, Sue's, I have to say, you know how Joe Buck says the Hall of Famer when he introduces Troy? I'm going to have to do that for Fred. You know that, yeah. right? I'm going to have to say Fred Bottomer, the Hall of Famer. It's like required language now when we introduce him. H-O-F. Yes, after February 1st. (laughs) Dave Murray is with us this afternoon. Dave, are you in the St. Louis Media Hall of Fame? Fred's going to be inducted here in in a few weeks. I'm I'm in some, uh, uh, yeah, something like that. I don't know what, I don't think it's actually (laughs) that one, but I think it's the press club. I don't know what it is. (laughs) You don't have the trophy on the mantle, Dave. How are you this afternoon? I'm doing great. So, uh, I was just talking to Fred and congratulated him. I it is a great honor. It is thank a great you, honor. Thank he's, you. he's I think, a little embarrassed by it, but he absolutely deserves all the accolades because people keep bringing it up, and that makes him even more embarrassed. But I like well, to he, do it he, personally. He, he, said, he said the one thing that is so true when you get these awards. All it really does is make me feel old. Yeah, well, there is that, right? <laughs> so we've been hearing some uh, some buzz about potential snowfall next week. I know my eight-year-old daughter is very interested in that, Dave, but are we getting – is it starting to not seem like we're going to get very much? It's it's the storm that we're – first of all, there's three systems. One, it, let's, let's just kind of break this down and lead up to early next week. The first system is tonight with light snow, wet snow, and some rain mixed in. That's from now until about midnight tonight. Could be a slushy coating of snow on the grassy surfaces. Road should be okay. We're only going down to 34. No weather concerns Saturday. No weather concerns Sunday. Monday, cloudy skies, rain developing. That's, this is the third system, which is 
little off the coast of Alaska. That's how far away this thing is. And that's why we don't know a lot about it yet. Don't know a lot until this thing gets over the Rockies. So we've got a ways to go. But Monday afternoon looking like rain, maybe a little bit of sleep, 45 degrees on Monday. Monday night, rain, 35. Tuesday, rain going to a wet snow into Tuesday evening. So there's probably going to be a window of a few hours, Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday night, to get some snow out of this thing. But 38 degrees for the high on Tuesday. It's a windy day on Tuesday. I still think the heaviest accumulation is going to be on the line from Columbia to Quincy to Springfield, Illinois, out of this third system. Uh, and the, But there's a lot of unknowns just a little shift of 25 miles in the storm track, which we won't know probably until about Sunday, uh, will we'll change everything as far as ideas are concerned. So don't take anything, uh, you know, for granted right now. Just kind of cool out, no freaking out, just relax, we're going to be okay, and, and let's the, let the forecast play out, let the storm play out. You don't need to get Big your eggs chatter. and uh, bread and milk yet, then, right? Just, maybe maybe Sunday have, afternoon. We'll see. I Yeah, and I bet you already have enough eggs and bread in the refrigerator. Of course we do. Wow. I'm, just, I'm just guessing. I'm French just toast guessing. for everyone. Yay. That's right. All right, Dave Murray, right. Oh, thank you for right. the update here this afternoon. Happy New Year to you, and we will talk maybe next thank week. You, you All right. too. Yep, take care. You Thanks, it. Dave. Yep. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no. And now, Sue's News, sponsored by Mr. Appliance, speedy expert service, MrAppliance.com. Well, we found out this afternoon, it was actually Mark who heard and uh, let us know that David Soul passed away. And apparently he passed away yesterday. Oh. David Soul was 80. He was? Yeah. Well, that surprises me. Yeah. Here's him Don't singing. Obviously, though, best known for his work on Starsky and Hutch, right? Well, you let me get to it. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, he started out, here's what I didn't realize. Yeah, he's best known for Starsky and Hutch, but he started out uh, with a singing career in New York City, which is how this kind of came about. And then he moved to L.A. to begin to be an actor. And, of course, Starsky and Hutch comes along in 1975, and uh, that really kind of secured his career. But before that, he made appearances in Star Trek. What? Have you ever seen that one, Fred? No, I haven't. Isn't that crazy? Uh, uh, All in the Family, he was a, a guest star on, Magnum Force, all this stuff. But his performance as Hutch, of course, uh, was what really did it. And he recorded this song in 1976. This was a number one song for yeah. one week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In April of 1977, it was number one for six weeks. No, I'm sorry, four weeks on the UK singles chart. That's it right. sold a bunch of uh, copies. And yeah, I think, you know, I certainly remember this song. I bought and, it. And Aww. Hutch. Yep. I uh, was in love with Starsky and Hutch. Well, you had older siblings, didn't I you? Because did. I, I was, was the 10. oldest and we didn't. Yeah. yeah, I didn't watch Producer it. Producer Emeritus Dave Klein just waited and said, I honestly thought that song was an Owen Wilson original in the Starsky and Hutch movie from years ago. Okay, that Shame is Shame on you, Dave Klein. Dave. Shame on you, Dave Klein. Hilarious. I love you. One time I was in Hollywood for the Critics' Choice Awards 10, 12, I don't know, 13 years ago, and I was at this little diner um, in Venice, close to Venice Beach, and 
man, I saw someone across from me in this little diner. I'm like, who is that guy? I could not figure it out. I knew it was somebody that was relatively famous, and I'm looking, I'm looking. So then I asked the waiter. I'm like, hey, do you know that? Because I was driving me crazy. I'm like, do you know who that guy was? And the (laughs) waiter, I don't think he should have done this. He goes and he grabs the credit card receipt. (laughs) Oh, wow. And he goes, yeah, it's Paul Michael Glazer. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's (laughs) funny. Starsky. Yeah, but I couldn't place him. Paul Michael Glazer, by the way, and David Soul were best buddies. Yeah, all the they way were. till I'd the like end. To hear that. Yes, and uh, awesome. Soul said that he and Glazer were best friends and brothers, and would always be. Yeah, isn't that nice? That is and nice. his yeah, Paul Michael Glazer went through the horrible death of his wife, and David Soul was there the whole time. Mm. I know. I knew Starsky and Hutch were good people. See, see, they go. are, and that show ran for four years. Dave, only shame four? on you. Yeah, it seems like more, doesn't wow. it? Wow, it does seem like more. Yeah. On this day in history, so uh, R.I.P. to David Soul. On this day in history, 110 years ago, that's in 1914, Henry Ford announced that he was implementing a minimum wage of five bucks a day, five dollars a day for an eight-day, uh, eight-hour workday, and mm. profit sharing. He was the first to. Think of that as well. You don't even get that in radio in 2024. (laughs) That's not a bad deal. How do we go back to that, Sue? Oh, my gosh. The first national minimum wage didn't come along until 1938, so he was ahead of his time. But uh, the and when it did in 1938, the Fair Labor Standards Act sent the set the minimum wage at 25 cents an hour. Wow. And it just kicked in in different uh, in different places. I don't know what the federal minimum is right now. I think we're twelve. Right we're twelve something 12 in Missouri. Here in Missouri, yeah, because yeah, we had it. We we yeah. The voters put it in, and then they gave an escalator to it. So first yeah. work I ever did, I mentioned this on the farm way back in the nineteen seventies. I think the minimum wage was like two thirty five an hour or something. Oh like my god! I waited tables for two oh one an hour because you got tips. Substandard. Oh, that's right. a good yeah. point. Yeah, you could make less Sub-minimum, than minimum wage. Right. right, Fred. What was your first job? Um, I was a bank teller. Oh, God. At the old Boatman's <laughs> Bank downtown. Okay, okay I didn't know that either. I did not know that either. There are so many layers to uh-huh. Fred. Yes. Fred Bottenheimer over there, ladies and gentlemen. Fred is bank an teller. onion. This He's was before onion. you worked at Camo X? Yeah, during during college. Did you like it? I can see oh, you I as a it. teller. I loved it. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I'd hire Fred. Bless. I would, too. <laughs> you want to handle my money? Yeah, that's no problem. And this might have a little music I to it. I can count it. I don't think I could handle it. Well, okay, I understand that's fine. That. Okay. I, well, you got to start somewhere. On this day in history, 59 years ago, in 1965, CBS bought Fender Guitars. Woo! And they bought it for $13 million. We're hearing a Fender right here. In 1985... Fender employees bought the company from CBS for an undisclosed amount. And every year, and they still have it, Fender sells about $700 million worth of electric and acoustic guitars, basses, amps, and accessories. How about that? That's, That's a pretty cool. good uh, so chunk of does that change. mean, I'm going to look this up, does that mean it's an employee-owned company? Yeah. yeah an ESOP, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. It certainly does. That's really so cool. that's kind of cool. That, that is that, way cool. It was 59 years ago when CBS bought Fender for $13 million, and I like that the employees bought it in 85 and didn't say how uh, much. I had a beautiful Fender Mustang in 1979. Never learned to play the damn thing, but it was really <laughs> cool. It was a blue guitar. It had uh, some racing stripes on it. What'd you do with guitar. it? Do you I sold it. I sold it? it for more money than I bought it for. Actually. Okay, yeah. all right, that's good. If I had that guitar today, I think it'd be worth oh, a lot of money. Yeah, it probably would. Um, they said that, uh, it, uh, well, we've got space news, which I haven't had uh, Wiggins make us an intro for, but 
They've got color-corrected photos of Neptune, and it showed its true color for the first time this week. I just love that we can actually see this stuff now. Expert thought, experts thought it was more of a deep shade of blue, but it's a little bit lighter than they thought. Hmm. And the company Astrobotic is gearing up to launch its moon lander on Monday. They're making it in Pittsburgh. This would be the first ever private company moon landing. And they've kind of partnered with uh, NASA has finally figured out that if they can get a private company to do this, then they can kind of carry payloads for NASA back and forth and maybe commercial use. So this will be the first attempt. It's called the Peregrine Mission 1, and it will try to launch on Monday. So just Pittsburgh and NASA, it's just kind of interesting. It's not Florida for once. And Maybe Mac Bradley on Monday for a little bit, Mm -hmm. our space expert here on this program, Fred. Yeah, just to see how that goes. Uh, And if you fill out uh, this one, I was like, what? what?" If you fill out a form on NASA's website, they'll put your name on the new moon rover they're sending up there next year. It's Viper. It's short for uh, Volatiles Investigating Polar Exploration Rover. Say what? The rover will head to the south pole of the moon to study the water and the environment. But I, I don't really understand how your name gets on it. They're literally just going to attach it to the rover. So you can go to nasa.gov, and there's a link for it. You can send your name with Viper, and they're taking names through 11.59 Eastern Time on March 15th. We could put Fred's name on like, the rover. Like a bumper sticker. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but if they want that many names, are they stickers? Nobody, Wait, hang on. Really I'm sorry. I miss, I might have missed it. Do yes. you have to pay for this or not? No, it okay. doesn't say okay, so. No, I think confusing. we can all well, just... Well, maybe Mac will know the answer. Yeah, maybe put he that will. On his okay. Uh, the site will allow you to uh, create and download a virtual souvenir, a boarding pass to the Viper mission featuring that name. It's just kind of interesting. Did you guys see that ESPN and the NCAA signed a huge broadcast rights deal? Uh-huh. $920 million. Yep. Woo! So now the, the NCAA is just going to turn into a mini NFL with all this NIL and the uh-uh. contracts. And, and, you know, people not playing in bowl games, like they get to You know, Jane, let me, let me say, and I, I hate that. And, you know, it, I mentioned this a couple of days ago. Coach Drink um, addressed this before the Cotton Bowl. It's the Wild West. They have it to is. fix some of these things in college they football. Do. But the one thing that just hacks me off is now you're paying these kids, right? Which I'm fine. I get it. But they should play in the bowl games if you're paying them. I mean, right? this is ridiculous. You're on a team. That, that, I and don't how accept are we t- it. I mean, I thought part of the NCAA was to teach kids, you know, how to be on a – that there was there was actual benefit to being on an NCAA team. You know, you, you're there for your team, and you get to just, like, walk out on a bowl yeah, game? I know. I, know. I don't like it. No, I, don't like, I don't like the coach shifting before the bowl games either. But let's do it after the season. Right. Now they're going to say recruiting – well, let's fix recruiting then. Do Absolutely. something different with that. Absolutely. I get it. Uh, it essentially gives ESPN the right to air 40 NCAA championships over the next eight years. There will be a lot of women's sports in there as well. It's, it's This amount, by the way, is triple what the current deal is. So it's... Uh... Wow. <laughs> well, here's what I would say about that, and I think we all know this. The real, the only real money in in television broadcasting outside of the streamers, I'm talking about commercial broadcasts, is live sports it's because true. people watch live sports. They don't zip through it. Correct. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's the only thing you can watch in real time, I suppose. The Super Bowl, just over a month away, and it looks like companies are already prepping their ads. Ugh, it's already begun. Ben Affleck <laughs> was spotted filming a commercial where he's trying to balance a huge Dunkin' order, but dumps it right at uh, his front door. In one take, he's wearing a 
a T-shirt that says Day Ones under a picture of young versions of himself and Matt Damon. Sources say TikTok, uh, there's a TikTok star that was supposed to be part of the shoot. It's all starting to uh, begin as we kind of creep toward the Super Bowl. I just can't even believe it's 2024, so I'm far behind. <laughs> I'm in denial. Um, Sue's News is brought to you by Mr. Appliance. Speedy expert service. They're the best. Go to MrAppliance.com. And finally in Sue's News, we have today's random fact. Goldfish were originally green or gray, and orange ones had rare mutations, but those were more popular in China, so they bred the orange goldfish together, and that's why they're goldfish today. You know, that's when you wow. say good ones, Sue, I like goldfish, that. I just instantly thought of the snack cracker. Yeah, I, I did. I didn't too. think of the Which, animal. by the way, <laughs> Fred, no, I did too. Love I did too. <laughs> Love goldfish. That's a great one, though. I had no idea. Yeah. That's very good. 424, Paul Hall on Entertainment, coming up on a Friday edition of the Mark Reardon Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You might know this song. A little different version of it. Came out before Christmas. This is um, my friend Anthony Giamato, who is in this band Fantastic Cat with a bunch of other New York musicians. They were in St. Louis over the summer, and I mean, they just killed it on this cover of McCartney and Wings' Band on the Run. So I had to use that for one of the bumper music pieces today. That's my friend Anthony there. Really good song. Fantastic Cat is the name of the band. I know another Fantastic Cat. His name is Paul Hall. On Entertainment, Common Guy Films, how are you this afternoon, Mr. Hall? Hey, good news. Even though Fred's in the Hall of Fame, which is well-deserved, I am the only <laughs> that ever been elected to Hall of Shame. So <laughs> I don't think, I, you know, to be in the company of all of you is like, uh, you know, my Hall of Fame, I guess, shall we say. Well, I can appreciate that for sure, and uh, I'm glad. I know you acknowledged it in your note to Fred earlier this afternoon as well. It's funny because he copied me on your text, and then he was embarrassed at the first part. Because, good morning, rock star. I'm not so worthy of your legends. Congrats on the honor this week. And that's what Paul said. <laughs> but it is an that, honor. And what I, I told that by mistake. I know, but what I told you is stop it. You deserve the accolades. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy it for sure. You know, and Thanks. people don't realize how hard. That man works. He he keeps me in line, which, Mark, you know that's not an easy thing to do in and of itself. 
just for that, he should, he deserves well, an he honor. He manages <laughs> each and every portion of this show, and he and Abby do uh, a ton of stuff that yes. makes, makes me successful. So I really appreciate it. What you got on entertainment this week? Let's talk Dave Chappelle. Oh, hey, are oh, you a yeah. Chappelle fan? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yes. I watched it the minute it came on. Oh, what did you think? I really liked it. I like Dave Chappelle, and you know, people getting upset. It's they don't listen to him is what frustrates me, and um, you know, but he's he's really smart, and he knows exactly how to just you know to play their game. And I I thought it was great. The Jim Carrey bit, which has a good punchline, "Don't ruin it." I played. It was like two minutes and fifteen seconds, but I used it for my audio cut of the day the other day. So as he punches down, as they say, right, Dave? Or uh, I'm sorry, Paul. (laughs) I mean, yes, yeah, and he just takes that. That nonsense on full full tilt and you know if you don't understand and, and by the way there are people in the audience laughing okay people yep. he sells his shows out for a reason look i love Chappelle. it's funny because i like live comedy i like watching some of the shows on netflix but with Chappelle in particular i like gotta be in my little you know in my basement real serious listen. i gotta listen i yes. pay attention it's like it's you a do. moment when i watch a Chappelle comedy it makes special. you think and and sometimes you're maybe half a step behind because you're really getting the import of what he's saying and he is and he not only is he comic genius he recognizes it yep. and he salutes it yep. which i love that and he's not one of these pull up the ladder you know insecure guys and um you know he just doesn't care what people think and there's something very freeing about that did you yes. like it paul well, yeah. For, for for those of you who don't know exactly what we're talking about or picking it up in the middle this is the new uh, he dropped this on New Year's Eve on Netflix. It's called The Dreamer. It's only about an hour long, typical stand-up uh, you know, time frame. The thing about him is all good comedy in my mind, and this is me, in my mind all good comedy comes from the truth and is rooted in truth, wherever mm-hmm. it is within the course of it. And Chappelle does that. He brings yes. truth out. And the other thing about all good comedy is it's going to offend somebody. And Amen. I think if you sit and watch the entire hour-long uh, special, you'll get offended at least once. But you'll laugh a lot more. And that's what's important is that even when you get offended, you should laugh. I mean, it, things are funny, even if they're picking on me. It, well, and, the, and, the, and, the, and you bring up a great point. Offensive can sometimes be funny as well and have a purpose. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? And that distinguishes a great comic from a schlock. Yep. And if you are able to take offensive, there is a reason why he's doing it. It's not just for the sake of offending. And if you are too dim to understand that, I hate to say it, but if you're too dim to understand it, then you shouldn't watch it and you need to like uh, go to your safe space. Yeah, I agree. Now, have you guys seen, um, I just had a friend bring this up, and this is on my list as well, is the Ricky Gervais special. I heard that was really funny. Great. Have you watched that one, too? I love Okay. Yes. Paul, have you seen Gervais or not? I have not gotten to the Gervais one. Chappelle, Chappelle's was, was good enough for me at this moment in my in the award reviewing, shall we say, Mark, as we go forward uh, next week. Of course, the Critics' Choice Movie Awards. I've been reviewing a lot of stuff. Re-reviewing a lot yeah, of stuff. understood. So what do you want to get to? What else do you want to highlight here this afternoon? There's one theatrical release. It needs a little work, but I don't think it's going to last long at this price. There's a pool. I always wanted a pool. Well, Paul, from my experience, any any movie that's released in the first couple of weeks of January is bound to be on um, streaming in maybe ten days, typically, because they're so bad. So what? That's called what? Night Swim. I, you know, and I know when it's hitting streaming, but I can't say quite yet. I do have that date. Um, but quite frankly, yeah, Night Swim. If you watched any NFL football last week, 
you saw ads for Night Swim. Now, here's the, I have not seen it because they didn't screen it for press, and it's a January release, and you do understand that's kind of what you're getting, uh, stuff that maybe necessarily isn't top-flight, top-shelf stuff. My question for you is, I don't know if you saw any of the ads during football. Are those ads too much for a football game where you're going to have six, seven, eight-year-olds around? They kind are. of like uh, last year, some of the horror, horror ads that showed up during baseball at the end of the year. My wife gets set off on this all the time, and she's absolutely right. And, and Yeah, they're not appropriate, but here we just addressed this, Sue, in the previous segment. The reason they're always going to be there is because that is effective advertising, and ESPN is going to say in these other networks, look, we get it. There's families watching this, but they're spending a lot of money to advertise these movies. So, it, yeah, it sucks because I have my 8-year-old watching, and all of a sudden something real creepy comes on. But mm-hmm. they're, they're re- relatively insulated, the kids, so I don't, I don't know what to say about that. It's not going to stop, I guess, is my point. Mm-hmm. They, we we still have TikTok, and just about everything on TikTok is uh, scary. And, and this one's on Prime now, right? Sound of Freedom. It is the fastest-growing yeah. international crime network that the world has ever seen. It has already passed the illegal arms trade, and soon it's going to pass the drug trade. Look, I think it's fair to say I've not seen that movie yet, but it was one of the most important films of last year. Got a lot of attention for uh, maybe the right reasons because of the subject matter, right? Yeah, right reasons or wrong reasons, depending on how you phrase it. It it had a an amazing run that, you know, we all talk about last year, Taylor Swift being, you know, dominating the box office, having so much money. This movie was top, the ten, ten, number 10 film for the year. It made over $184 million theatrically, which doesn't happen. Jim Caviezel uh, goes in, in search of a, a drug, uh, sorry, not a drug, a child, a sex trafficking ring, uh, both children and young women alike and young boys alike. It is absolutely skin crawling to watch and i think a lot of people that maybe didn't get out to theaters are going to check it out now that it's on prime because you can watch it in the comfort of your own home i'm glad i did because i don't know that i would have liked sitting in the theater watching some of the stuff go out on screen it's scary it's it's threatening it's one of those things that'll grab your heart and twist it out of your chest if you have kids i don't know you know do you want to watch it I think maybe you have to. Is right. it rated it's R, by the way? Is that R or PG-13? It's, it's 13, I okay. believe. But would you want to sit with a, with a 13 or 14-year-old and watch it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I wouldn't, sit with, I wouldn't sit with my daughter who's 17. But there's yeah. a lot of things. I mean, yeah. this, year, this year we celebrate the 25th anniversary of American Pie later this summer. I wouldn't want to sit and watch that with my daughter either, even though she's 19. It is PG-13. You know, it's like, yeah, let me tell you some brilliant parenting. When my kids were like 12 and uh, 14, we showed them American Pie. Probably not the smartest thing to do, but that's that's my rock you know star what? parenting. My, my parents were the same way, man. We're going to let you see it, and we're going to talk to exactly. you about it. Well, that's don't what we hide did. it. Yep. That's, my dad took me to see 10. I don't think he knew how I was like 12. Yeah, I don't yeah. Think he late knew, 70s. Yeah, I don't think he knew you know, how bad it was going to oh, be. Oh, that's something. He was, One I of was, my greatest thrills, I interviewed I Bo perfect. last year. Oh, really? It was amazing. Oh, I, cool. I got a chance to sit and talk with her for about 45 minutes from her house in, in uh, California, and I was, like, tickled on the other end of the phone. Oh, you didn't ever mention that. That's pretty awesome. Aww. What was it for? Was yeah. she in a project last year? She did, Yeah, she, there was a project out about her life and John's life uh, her husband for many mm-hmm. years, and kind of that rise to uh, um, prominence and, and how that came about. You know, the, the story of her life is is really quite fascinating. I think it was uh, Reels Channel or one of the others did a 
a special uh, feature on on them. And it was literally, I mean, she she sat with me for about 45 minutes and answered all the questions in the world, including um, questions, you know, including my fawning praise that, well, you know, not quite as good as I have for Fred, but you know, Bo had some praises. Sure. She's 67 years old. She's not really that old. Uh, she's pretty young <laughs> no, while that was right. happening. And, uh, I mean, yeah. What I about TV, mortified. Jane? You said you were one. Like, I, we both agreed that Bookies, although when I watched the last episode of Bookies, I didn't know it was the finale. And then I, know. I went back to see two more episodes this week and they weren't there. I'm no. like, oh, I guess it ended. Right. I, I think it's been renewed. And then I, I'm rather a fan of uh, of Fargo, which I still think mm-hmm. has a couple episodes left. I haven't watched this this week's you recommended the show on Apple TV Plus, Slow Horses, Jane. Oh, I love. And I Slow finally Horses. started that. Um, Sue might like that. You like a lot of the British stuff, and that oh, one. I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, Gary what Oldham? else? Didn't you I mention mean, something seriously. else that you were watching? Um, what else was I watching? I mean, I, Paul, you got any streaming yeah. recommendations? What, what what shows do I need to start? Yeah, right now it's it's not a lot. It just seems yeah. like uh, a couple movies creeping out. We got some new movies next week on Netflix that are popping into the mix. Um, I've been kind of going back and forth, like I said, with a lot of award stuff. A couple of my favorite awards titles are out right now. If you haven't seen them from a movie perspective, you can get them. Things like The Holdovers, yeah, I you can see, see on Peacock yeah. uh, if you don't have Peacock. Otherwise, you can see it on demand from them. Uh, you can see something like American Fiction in theaters, but that'll be eventually on Prime Video. American Fiction is truly one of my favorite movies of all of 2023. Wow. Um, this is a it's a topic that just really um, hits right at the core of, of a lot of today's attitudes towards things and um, definitely in a refreshing way. So, I mean, those are a couple that are just starting to creep out. And it seems like everything is finding a home in the next couple of weeks. I've been looking ahead at some schedules for, for January and February when it comes to the streaming services and. And there's some in- incredible titles coming down the pike. So let me oh, let me ask you just a quick prediction. You mentioned the Critics' Choice Awards. Paul votes on those. I used to vote on Critics' Choice. I'm not. I'm abstaining because I'm not really uh, doing my critics' work anymore. But in the Golden Globes, they always do things a little differently. They have best drama and then best motion picture, musical or comedy. And they usually are neither. But right. drama, Anatomy of a Fall which I know nothing about, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Bradley Bradley Cooper, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, and The Zone of Interest. So three of those movies no one's ever heard of. In the comedy category, Air, which I thought was an excellent movie from last year, uh, American Fiction, Barbie, which should never be nominated for anything, The Holdovers, I've heard very good, May, December, and then Poor Things. So you got a couple of movies in there that no one's ever heard of either. Handicap that one for you. My guess is Oppenheimer. I think Oppenheimer comes home winner. It's one of my favorites for the year and, and just may be where I put my vote in next week for the Critics' Choice Awards. Mm. And on the comedy side, I, they've got more of the titles that I really like. The Holdovers I love. I love American Fiction. Uh, I love Bar- No, I don't love Barbie. Um, but, uh, you know, others in that category seem a little bit better. I think they're going to go Barbie whether we like it or not. Blech. It's the Golden Globes, remember. And, and people forget many times... The Golden Globes have been uh, about popularity. They're and a little weirder. There was no more popular movie last year with the public than Barbie. Yeah. Well, I finally but saw it. But that includes like preteens. Said, it's terrible. The Critics' <laughs> Choice nominees, by the way, are um, – I'm looking for the movies because we do it a little differently. It's it's 10 films. Do you have those at the top of your uh... – Yeah, it's American Fiction, Barbie, The Color Purple, which is a, is a very good, very good uh, rendition that's in theaters right now. Uh, the Holdovers – Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, and the really quirky, weird movie that's on Amazon right now on Prime, 
uh, Saltburn, which is from Emerald Fennel, who gave us Promising Young, young Woman uh, a couple of years ago. An uh, in interesting batch of titles, and I, I don't know, I, I don't want to say people will go to Barbie. I think in my mind it's Oppenheimer's year. Uh, and I think it's that way in both of these sets of awards. But I could see an upset come through the, the darkness here. I've also seen a big hit campaign on Maestro lately, and I don't know why. Bradley Cooper, in his role on Netflix, it's a fascinating role. He does a great job. I know people don't like the fact that it's kind of Oscar baity, but uh, it, it's a decent movie. It's, I, I it's liked what, it. I liked Maestro. Yeah. I, li- I, li- I liked Killer Moon. And I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know that a lot of people, um, but yeah, it stayed with me. It really did. And um, so I think that is, if you want to do the commitment and I would, you know, you can do, I did it in the theater, but you can do it at home. And um, I think it'll and stay they've with announced you. on that one. They've announced next, uh, next week on the 12th, that will be on Apple TV plus. Right. So That's for those of you who are cheap and haven't, uh, haven't got to the theater, it's, rented it. it could, uh, yeah. I think it could get some uh, momentum if people see it. Paul, tell folks where they can find your reviews. I'm a guy to come, my friend. You have a great weekend. We'll talk next Friday. Take care. All right, take care. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Friday afternoon, still plenty to come here, including a visit in studio from the state treasurer, Vivek Malik, in the next hour. Dan Buff is going to join us in the 5 o'clock hour to highlight some other things related to entertainment and film. Frank Cusimano always stops by on a Monday and a Friday afternoon. Frank, how are you? Happy Friday. Good to be with you, Mark. Doing well. Thank you, sir. I had shamefully not been to a Blues game all season. I actually went and saw the Golden Knights about a month ago when I was out there. But I went last night. Hell of a game. Vancouver is a very, very good team. They pulled the goalie with, like, it seemed 10 minutes left. It was like three and a half minutes left in the third period. And the Blues did not get an open netter, but they stopped Vancouver from scoring. I thought for sure we were going to head into overtime. But that's a great victory last night. That was. It really is. Uh, Vancouver is a first-place team. They came in with the highest-scoring average of any team in the NHL. And you just sense it's a different squad since the coaching change with Drew Bannister. They've won six out of nine games, and even in the blowouts, they don't start the games down 4-0 in the first period. And we're also seeing the emergence of a genuine star. I remember having uh, Doug Armstrong on my radio show like five or six years ago. Doug, who's the one guy in the organization who you are guaranteed is going to be a really good player? He didn't hesitate. He said this fellow named Robert Thomas. Well, last night, Thomas, best player on the ice, a goal, an assist, and he was rewarded before the game with an invitation to the NHL All-Star Game, which, by the way, it is, is in his hometown hometown in Toronto. So this is really a special time for Robert oh, Thomas. Fred is great. Do you know anything about just uh, John Heyman just tweeted this out. Andrew Kittage goes to the Cardinals from the Rays for Richie Palacios. So I guess there was a little minor deal today for the Cardinals. Well, actually, I think it's more than a minor deal. Um, Kittredge is a good pitcher. He was a 2021 All-Star, if I can remember. He had a sub-3 ERA, a sub-1 whip, and uh, he had Tommy John, so he came back late last season, only threw about 14 innings from August on, but was effective. Now, 
Is it Josh Hader? No. But do you have a hole in your bullpen? Yes, and this guy fills it. The only thing I'm a little leery about is the Tampa Bay Rays said they wanted Richie Palacios. So you know what that means? Richie Palacios will hit 25 home runs with 20 stolen bases because the Rays are that smart. And we know the last time we made a trade with the Rays in terms of an outfielder, it worked out pretty well for them. It did. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that it did. Uh, well, that was interesting, though, and I, and I don't think they're done, right? I think we, we sense there's going to be pieces of the puzzle still filled in before spring training. Absolutely. You know how, like, if you go to a, a store after the sale, well, the numbers of the, of the price on the merchandise keeps going down and down. And the prices of these players, especially the free agents still left, will go down and down as we get closer to spring training. And there's some still really attractive names out there. The guy I would love more than anything, he's still out there. I don't know if they can do it. But Jorge Soler, who's going to hit 35 home runs, and knock in 100 runs, and the Cardinals need some more pop. Hey, Jane, have you seen, I saw like an edited version of this on X, formerly Twitter, earlier, but they just released the uh, what they call the mini-movie for the Cotton Bowl, which is like 20 minutes long. I haven't seen it mm-hmm. yet, but, oh. Frank, the, the edited versions of Coach Drink's speech after the game and just looking, you know, what the kids were doing, It's just, it gave me chills when I watched some of this this morning. Oh, it's amazing. I've watched it three times. Let me tell you something. Herb Brooks's speech, which I don't know if anybody's actually seen. We saw the movie Miracle was like the most inspirational ever. This is like a Herb Brooks speech. The, the difference is there's no script. He didn't get a second take, a third take, or a fourth take. He just did it off the top of his head. It was unbelievable. And we're seeing why this guy has a chance to be special. Again, not a former NFL player. Doesn't look like Tom Selleck on the sideline. He's a guy that didn't even play college football. But he's attracting this kind of talent, motivating this kind of talent. We may have something really special in Columbia. I'm going to let you go, and I have a little audio sample of this, Frank. So let me know what's going on on Sunday night, and then I'll play a little of the clip from the movie because it's pretty cool. Uh, what do you got Sunday night? Okay, um, there is a goalie from Francis Howell named Patrick Schulte. He won the MLS championship. He's the best young goaltender maybe in the country. He's our feature subject, and we're going to talk hockey with Mike McKenna from Parkway South, who played with eight teams in the NHL. He's going to break down where the Blues stand at this point. Frank, we'll talk Monday afternoon at 445. Have a good one. Thank you. Have a great weekend. All right, so here's this little preview. This movie, I didn't realize they were going to make this like 20 minutes, but this is only a minute. Everybody up! Go! Hey, it's a hell of a stage out there. I want you to look at the person next to you and you tell them, you earned it. You earned it. Okay? You earned it through a lot of hard work. You earned it through up-downs. You earned it in the wilderness. You earned it when your brother was late and you had to fight for the brotherhood. You learned it on the bleachers. You've earned the opportunity to be here today to show the world who we are. They call them blue bloods. Because they've been given everything their entire life. There you are. We're wilderness forged, forged in the toughness. Our time's over. It's our time. It's your time. It's show time. Ah, Coach Drink doing a great job, and I mean that—that's pretty cool. Ted Lasso, uh, it really is. And the guy, you know, what Frank said too—he's just—he's not your typical college coach. There's a lot of uh, talk right now, just because the playoff expands to 12 teams, Mizzou's schedule relatively easy. It's just set up for them to compete next year, but. 
Jane, as we know, it's Mizzou, and you can't count on anything. But look, what I've really There's counted hope, on, which there, is all well, we've ever wanted, <laughs> there is hope. It, it's it's not unrealistic. Right. It's not right. at least it's to make the playoff. Not crazy anymore. But I, I would say, I, I would just say this: I've given a lot of credit to this coaching staff for each and every week having these kids prepared. Now, they're LSU, Brian Kelly's trying to pull this um, defensive yeah. coordinator, even though they. this is what pisses me off, too. He signs, you know, a, an extension, but even with the extension, LSU's coming at him with more money, and I guess he can take the gig. Hopefully, Mizzou keeps him. Jane, have a great weekend. I will. We'll see you next Friday. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.